Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To win $1,000, just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Check. That's check. Enter it now. Billy Cunningham, the great American Reds baseball continues tonight. There's concern by Mo Egger and Tony Bender and others that because Luis Castillo is pitching so well that Bob Castellini now will not trade him. Want to keep him. Maybe the Reds can make a run the last half of the season and win the Central Division. I don't know where that comes from. We kept Aroldis Chapman too. We keep everybody too long and then they stink. Now we can't get nothing for him. But nonetheless, the Reds showed last night that they're competitive with the best team in baseball. The Yankees were non-competitive. As I told Paul O'Neill on Tuesday, the great number 21, can the Yanks hang with the Reds? And the answer is no. Now they go to St. Louis starting tonight, and they sweep the Cardinals. I'm not sure they can get to the wild card since they're 27,000 games out of it, but they can possibly win the Central Division. I'm going crazy. But until then... You may recall the last few days we've had on David Fornshell, the Warren County prosecutor. We've had on Richard K. Jones, the Butler County sheriff. We've had on Joe Dieters, Hamilton County prosecutor. Now Rob Sanders, the Joe Dieters of Kenton County, is with us to talk about law enforcement, different reactions in different jurisdictions to the same behavior. And Rob Sanders, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Rob, how are you? Willie, I am great. This is a glorious Friday. It's beautiful outside, but, man, you're killing me with that intro. I mean, if there's one way to spoil my excitement, it's to talk about the Reds. But (laughs) at least they beat the – I don't know what the Yankees must have slept through that series or something, but uh, I share your frustration over the course of the year. I don't think there's any way they're coming back. So rather than let that be a a downer, let's talk about this law enforcement roundtable. I heard you yesterday talking to the sheriff. I was fired up. The sheriff is my favorite. Favorite uh, guest that you have on this show. He is very entertaining and a great law enforcement officer. Tony Bender is going to set up a law enforcement roundtable with Jones, Dieters, Fornshell, and Sanders. Kind of like, sounds like a law firm. But the one thing uh, has popped up uh, yesterday. Joe Dieters kind of took away from the Cincinnati police the felonious assault charges uh, against a miscreant that hit the cop upside the head and is now charged with attempted murder which carries up to life imprisonment. And the facts, for those who may not know it, that there, were, there was a knucklehead, a criminal, a scumbag, who on uh, 6th and Elm in downtown Cincinnati was breaking into cars with a metal pipe. He assaulted a female. She dials 911. Within about three minutes, the coppers show up, uh, two of them. And, and she quickly says, there he is there, and he's walking away. He's about 15, 20 yards away, and they go up to him, and he keeps walking. And they say, hey, hold on, we got to talk to you. He, he wouldn't stop, kept walking. And as Officer Harris got within arm's length, he wheeled around with that 18-inch metal pipe he had up his right sleeve and hit the officer full force right in the face, breaking his nose, some teeth, orbital bones, and, and the eye is involved. They hope to get that back and functioning. And, he, and Johnny goes down like a ton of bricks, and the female officer at this point pulls out her taser and tases 
uh, the assailant without without impact. In fact, that he kept walking. She goes an officer down, and all of a sudden they had a whole bunch of cops, and they're literally following him uh, through Fountain Square up Main Street, ten to fifteen feet behind him because he still has the metal pipe in his hand. And at this point, a, a black officer got up close to him. He wheels around with his left hand and punches him in the face. And at this point, the cops are still urging him to drop, drop the pipe, and they tase him again. No impact at all. Then it took six hairy-ass cops to jump on top of the guy, wrestled him to the pavement, and handcuffed him. If the same incident took place, I had Richard K. Jones tell me what would happen in Middletown if that happened. But if the same incident took place in Covington, what would occur? Well, Willie, I hate to be critical of the Cincinnati cops, and by all means, I'm not second-guessing them. I, I just think that, you know, when you say what would have happened, I can tell you that once you whack a cop in the head with a pipe, that cop would be justifying, justified in defending his or her own life and shooting you. So once this officer, you know, got whacked, you're not going to survive many more blows to the head without a metal, or with that metal pipe. Likewise, the, the backup officer is lucky that he didn't decide to whack her with with the metal pipe, but I think it's, you know, this is a perfect example of cases where law enforcement officers are hesitant to pull their guns rather than, rather than their tasers to defend themselves, even at their own risk to their life, their limb, their peril. Uh, you know, Willie, cops are suffering serious physical injuries because they're afraid that the community is not going to have their back. They're afraid of what the media is going to portray them as. Somehow they're going to hang them out to dry and hope that a prosecutor is going to come after them and press charges despite the fact that this was a dangerous, violent criminal that already beat one cop over the head with a metal pipe. And that's really a scary situation. i got to tell you, I read the Covington Police Watch Report every day. Every morning is the first thing I read when I get up. And at least once a week I read something where I am just astonished that a defendant did not get shot based upon the description of their own criminal activity and how they put officers at risk. And the officers are very restrained. And, you know, you can't shoot somebody as payback. You can't shoot somebody just to stop them from fleeing, from running away or walking away. You can only shoot somebody when that person is at risk of death or serious physical injury to the officer. But, you know, we see that. We hear that. We've seen videos of it in not just Cincinnati but all over the place. We read about what's gone on locally both on this side of the river and north of the river. And I can't say that I blame officers because they get made out to be pariahs. Uh, they get targets on their back every time they go to work and it's a sad state of affairs when that's what it's come to in this country it's the same circum every case is different because right now we live in difficult times starbucks are shutting down all over america because it's too dangerous for their employees to go to work in new york city for a long time starbucks allowed the homeless community to, to use their bathroom facilities and, and things were stolen regularly and and now they're shutting down starbucks in seattle portland milwaukee uh, new york city boston because it's dangerous for their employees to go there i don't want to see covington cincinnati become similar to new york city or portland but i i think you're safe in kenton county but joe Dieters is not safe in hamilton county he spent like $2 million and beat an opponent completely unqualified that had no money, and he won by like four percentage points. And so we're teetering to having Cincinnati's cancer cells go all over the tri-state. If the same thing happened in Covington and Rob Sanders got the report 
and uh, the guy, the cop was hit. He's down with permanent disabilities, and the officer responded, dropped the pipe if he didn't, and if the officer shot the defendant uh, or shot someone like Charlando Peoples, what would happen? Would you prosecute the police officer? No, we do not prosecute police officers for defending their own lives, and that's certainly what this situation was. That officer takes one more blow to the head. First of all, we're lucky he's not dead or hopefully not permanently injured. We still don't know for sure uh, whether he's going to be permanently injured, but hopefully he's not. But any time an officer is placed in that in that situation, they're justified in defending their own life, Willie, just like you or I would be. I'm not going to let somebody beat me in the head with a pipe. I'm going to shoot that person. So if the cops are doing the same thing I would have done in the same situation, even if I'm not wearing a badge, then no, they're not going to get prosecuted. And thank God for Joe Dieters and his very competent prosecutor's office over there because, you know, if you look around the country, you think it's bad enough in Cincinnati right now. Look at what some of these other big liberal cities are doing where their prosecutors are just looking the other way in all kinds of crimes. There, You know, the, you have these smash-and-grab robberies going on all over the place. You have people getting beat up just for doing nothing but going downtown. I don't want to, on the rare circumstance where I Across the river like I did last night to go see an art exhibit with my my kid and my wife I don't want to be taking my life in my own hands or my family's life in our own hands just because we got, decide to go downtown. And Joe and his staff, they're fighting an uphill battle. We know that the city of Cincinnati is not always cooperative with them. We've seen that they're not even cooperative with us when their officers come to Kenton County. Um, you know, I don't envy the position he's in because Kenton County, much like some of the suburban counties surrounding Hamilton County, Kenton County is very law enforcement friendly. Even the city of Covington, its residents, Covington's by far more liberal than any of the other surrounding suburban cities, but it is still very law enforcement friendly. It's remarkably different than Cincinnati. We value our police. We value our safety. We value the quality of life that those police officers provide. We can enjoy the downtown. It's fairly crime-free. It's very safe, and it makes a big difference. You know, the, the issue I'm reading here, uh, to read from a police report, police subdued Charlando uh, Peoples, subdued him, uh, after tasing and macing him at least five times, and, and at no point was a was a gun pulled out because of what was going on. And, and you're thinking, uh, I think the average American, I don't care if you're in Elmwood Place or if you're in uh, Bell Fountain, if somebody hits you in the face with a metal pipe, that is a serious circumstance. But the cops will tell you we're we're told not to be proactive. We're told not to grab a handful of warrants and go to try to find somebody. We're told to de-escalate everything that happens. And you can't say this publicly, but I will, especially if the purported defendant is an African-American. It, it's like a protective zone. You can't be a cop anymore. And, and if that continues to be the case, which it will be the case, we're in trouble. We're in serious trouble. Now, on another issue, I'm being told that uh, this... Uh, COVID-19 is getting even more serious with so many people uh, getting sick. Have you noticed in Covington an uptick in the infections of COVID-19? And if so, what's been your reaction, if any? 
I haven't, Willie. You know, it's uh, the media is just all about COVID. I don't know if they will ever let it go <laughs> no, away no. or whether they're just going to keep talking about it. But even when you listen to the media accounts, if you listen closely, you'll notice that, you know, whether these infections are going up or not, the hospitalizations are not going up, no. the deaths are not going up. You know, we're going to be at some point, COVID is not going to be a new thing. It's not going to be COVID anymore. It's just going to be a virus. It's going to be like the flu or a cold or whatever we call you know viruses that come and go on a yearly basis now hopefully it doesn't kill anybody hopefully we've built up our natural immunities hopefully these vaccinations are, are helping out which i wonder about sometimes even though i am vaccinated and got my booster and everything else like i was supposed to do um you know i have serious doubts about the effectiveness of all these things but hopefully they're helping i don't know but the bottom line is i don't know what folks want to happen in this world, but we can't shut down the economy already. Or again, we already have seen what's happened to the economy. We've already seen inflation go hog wild. Uh, you know, they're offering people more money to to work in certain jobs. You can't find anybody to fill jobs these days. I have jobs in my office I can't even fill. But the increased uh, pay that's gone to the workers isn't nearly as much as inflation has increased, so it's really not a pay raise at all if everything that you spend money on costs more. It, it's The inflation is just out of control right now, and we can't keep printing money. That's not the answer. If we just keep you know, cranking up the dollar bill machine every time there's any kind of stress in this country, nobody's going to be able to afford anything. We're not going to be able to afford uh, employees. We, can, we won't be able to pay enough to get people to work. But at the same time, the people that we do have working won't be able to afford gasoline or groceries, two of the things that, ironically enough, are not included in the inflation numbers. Can you imagine how high inflation would be if they included the price of groceries? Groceries or the price of gasoline in those calculations. And then, by the way, the feds don't count gasoline and food. So, so that doesn't count in the inflation number for reasons unclear to me. Lastly, have you given up at this point your desire to become the governor of the great state of Kentucky? Are you going to run for re-election as prosecutor or run for governor next year? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Willie, at this point, I think we have lots of good candidates. You know, we have Daniel Cameron has jumped in the race. We have Representative Savannah Maddox has jumped in the race. We got our Agriculture Commissioner, Ryan Quarles, has jumped in the race. Unlike back when I was telling you that, hey, if nobody else is going to do this, I will, we finally got some good candidates to step up to say, I'll be the man or I'll be the woman, I'll be the candidate to take out Andy Bashir. Because if there's one thing I know, we've got to get rid of the governor we have right now. And I think we will. I'm not sure if you saw the news today. But uh, Kentucky has officially become a red state, Willie. The registration statewide 
Republicans now outnumber Democrats in the state. This is something new. Just came out today. We voted Republican for a long, long time, with the exception of the one congressman from Louisville. Every other member of the federal delegation is Republican, with the exception of Andy Bashir, who didn't beat Matt Bevin. Matt Bevin beat Matt Bevin, but Andy Bashir happened to be the guy standing on the other side of the aisle when Matt Bevin beat himself in his campaign for reelection. With the exception of those two elected officials, Everybody else statewide is Republican, and not just a little bit Republican, a whole lot of Republican. You know, when you have Republican candidates, even Daniel Cameron, you know, Kentucky gets a bad rap. People want to claim that we're backwards or hillbillies or racist. Well, we had a Republican, a black Republican candidate for attorney general, won by over 200,000 votes in the last election. Meanwhile, Matt Bevin managed to lose. Go figure how's that happened. I don't think we're backwards. I don't think we're racist. I think that we give everybody a fair chance in the Republican Party, and I think that's why the voter registration has flipped. But getting back to your question, Willie, I'm running for re-election because we now have at least three good candidates in the Republican primary for governor that I can support that I think will beat Andy Bashir, and that's the most important thing we need. I will be happy to stay right here where I am in a job that I love, in a community I love, and I won't have to drive back and forth to Frankfurt every day. Oh. That is a blessing. Rob Sanders, you're a great American. Once again, the, the law enforcement roundtable is coming. Be aware that Tony Bender will call in the next week or two. We're going to hash things out, and we're going to have solutions. We need real solutions. I'm tired of just talking. we got to do something. Rob Sanders, once again, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Willie. You're a great American. Have a great weekend. I will clear my calendar whenever it takes for your law enforcement roundtable. I look forward to it. Even with that crowd, I might not get a word in, but it's still a great crowd that I love to listen to, so I'll be there. <laughs> we'll try to keep our criminals out of Kenton County. Thank you, Willie. I appreciate it. Uh, Have a great weekend. Let's continue with more. Coming up next are my comments about the 10-year-old girl and some new developments and more. At Trump of the Reds, almost unbeatable. On News Radio 700 WLW. My boss suggested I transfer to another department and town. My wife says she married me out of pity. My kids call my meatloaf Senor Diarrhea. I got laughed out of the swim club when I put on my Speedo. Sometimes life can feel a little stressful, but you can always kick back with Eddie and Rocky. We're here to make sure you're having a good time. All you've got to do is listen and have fun. Eddie and Rocky, today at 3 on 700 WLW. Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. You've heard the big news. Greta is... All right, now, Billy Cunningham, the great American, with you, of course, and uh, discussing so many issues. Number one, the Cincinnati Reds looked impregnable. They were like the Maginot line, could not be breached. I said to Paul O'Neill, the great number 21, on Tuesday, more or less tongue planted firmly in my cheek, can the Yankees hang with the Reds? And the fact of the matter is they can't. The only game they lost, they should have won that one anyway. The Reds look at least as good as the best team in baseball playing at Yankee Stadium. Tonight they continue. Now, I guess the fear when I talk to Mo Egger and Tony Bender is that uh, Bob Castellini may not want to trade Luis Castillo anymore because he looks so good and keep him too long. And uh, whenever a Reds player uh, plays well and gets a little bit older, it's time to get rid of them for something else. And then something else keeps getting younger and younger. But the Reds ball club the last 10 days are among the best in baseball outside of Baltimore. And so we'll see what happens tonight. All the action starts about 6.05 with Lance McAllister and more. 
And later on today, we have Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network about the what many consider to be the non-campaign of J.D. Vance for the U.S. Senate. And after 2 o'clock today, we have Cheryl Chumbley from the Washington Times about uh, the media reporting on the 10-year-old girl who was impregnant when she was 9 years old and all the abortion controversy surrounding. You know, those uh, who uh, purchase ink by the barrel is very difficult to beat. The media must be served. And so uh, Telemundo saddled up next to the home of the mother of the Ohio 10-year-old uh, rape victim. And Maria Vargas was there and had a conversation in Spanish with the mother at her home in uh, Franklin County. And uh, according to the mother, she said, among other things, the child is fine, and everything they say about uh, Flores is a lie, quote, unquote. Then they had some more discussions, and the mother wouldn't go any further. And uh, I don't know if, if everything is a lie. Seemingly, she's saying that Flores, who has a special relationship with the mother, is, uh, is not guilty of rape. Well, someone is. She did have an abortion, no question, in Indianapolis. Dr. Bernard... Uh, would testify to that. And Dr. Bernard has put out the missive that uh, she had some factual misstatements in her original reporting that she alleged that the rapist was 17 years old and not uh, not 27 years old. Gerson Fuentes has been charged with rape of a minor under 13 that can carry up to life in prison. But the mother is defending the alleged rapist, leaving one to conclude that maybe a couple circumstances may have applied where the mother was participating in the conspiracy to commit a crime against her own daughter because it's obvious that uh, Fuentes is up to his eyeballs in guilt. Now, the story ought to be, from my perspective, instead of attacking uh, the uh, shameful David Yost is called by the Columbus Dispatch. Quote, shameful Dave Yost jumped in mud to doubt the case of a 10-year-old who got an abortion. And uh, nothing David Yo said early on in this case was factually inaccurate. He, he stated what he knew at that point. He didn't lie about anything. He didn't jump in the mud because he came to talk radio and went to Fox News. And uh, also, it was pointed out by this Columbus Dispatch story, according to the Ohio Department of Health, 52 kids under the age of 15 received abortions in Ohio in 2020. That's on top of the 469 people See, they, they don't use females, and they use people. It's 15 to 17 years old. So overall, there was well over 500 abortions of females. The Columbus Dispatch always says people, birthing persons, not females. So it's not to offend men who can get pregnant, I imagine. And, and so in this case, do we know what happened? Not really. I spoke to some law enforcement officials, and uh, basically... Uh, they believe they have the evidence to convict Fuentes, mainly because he confessed to having sex with a 9- or 10-year-old at least a couple times. He confessed. But his uh, his girlfriend, the mother, seems to be saying that it's a lie. How it happened, I think DNA is going to prove. I would assume that there is available from the, from the unborn baby some DNA material, and I would assume when uh, Fuentes was arrested by by Franklin County, Columbus, Ohio police, that they did the swab on the inside of the cheek, which is done in these cases. And within a few days, you should know yay or nay if he's the father. And maybe the involvement of the mother, who, by the way, the story in this case ought to be,
the fact that these Guatemalans who came to this country illegally seven years ago during the heyday of the Obama-Biden administration should not, be in, should not be here in the first place. If the policies of the Donald were in effect, this, uh, this young girl would still be living in Guatemala and she wouldn't have been raped. But nonetheless, the media's focus on every Republican is forced to answer whether or not you would force a 10-year-old to have a baby. That's the big issue. Do you force a 10-year-old to have a baby? I, I don't want to force anybody to do anything. But in this case, the media takes a slant, a bias on this, that you don't recognize reality. You don't recognize the truth. The big story is how come large numbers of illegal aliens against the law live in America, supported by the American taxpayer, without uh, the ability to function in our society, and that when something bad happens because of, uh, I would assume, the mother had indirect involvement in this somehow, because she's defending the alleged rapist that somehow the story is not, why do we let this happen to our country? The story is flipped on the Ohio Attorney General. David Yost is somebody who may have uh, trafficked in incorrect information. All he did was tell the truth as he knew it to be at the time. So we should know in the next week or 10 days whether DNA proves that Gerson Fuentes, who's here illegally, along with the mother here illegally, is the rapist or not. And if he's not the rapist, which is what the mother of the 10-year-old said on Telemundo last night, then what? I, I don't know. But uh, I would assume the Columbus PD would not necessarily arrest somebody and charge them with the rape of a minor unless they had pretty good evidence. And in this case, let's face it, they have a confession. Now, one might say, well, we can get, we can get the confession thrown out of court. That's possible down the road. But the story ought to be, how come America is overrun by illegal aliens from all over the world, not just Mexico or Central America, run over uh, 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 the entire world, and seemingly no one in government or the media really cares about the fact that this year in America, about 6 million aliens will come into this country, which is about half the population of the great state of Ohio. Huge numbers, unbelievable, incredible number. And uh, that, that's, that ought to be the story. And for some reason, it is not. And it should be the story. Now, secondly, on a completely different front, yesterday was the funeral of uh, the man who was shot by Akron police. And uh, there's no good time for your son, your daughter, whatever, to die. It's always bad. It's awful. It's no good. And I understand a mother's love for children, even adult children, is unbridled. It's simply it's simply. Uh, it's simply an awful event when it when a mother buries a son. It's a terrible thing. Yesterday, Jalen Walker was put to rest. The autopsy showed 46 bullet entrance and graze wounds, 46. The body had 46 bullet holes and graze wounds after fleeing arrest and allegedly, allegedly firing a gun at officers from the car, which, by the way, is videoed. You can see it. But nonetheless, uh, the mother decided of Jalen Walker to keep the casket open, kind of making the media think this is similar to what happened in, uh, in Emmett Till's case when uh, the mother kept the casket open so people could see what the police did to her son. There's a story online about Emmett Till and what happened to him when he allegedly whistled at some white woman in the 1950s, and a mob uh, captured him, beat the crap out of Emmett Till, 
and then uh, and then murdered him. His body was found later. Three uh, murderers went on uh, trial for the murder of Emmett Till, and need- needless to say, uh, they were found not guilty, not guilty in the murder of Emmett Till, and that kind of sparked to some extent the civil rights movement in the mid-1950s. So the article here points out that this is similar somehow to uh, the uh, killing of Emmett Till and that Jalen Walker was killed by Akron police. The implication or the expression is that that uh, somehow the uh, police officers in Akron are similar to the white racist who killed Emmett Till for whistling at a white woman. That Akron police are pictured that way, which is an outrage. And Akron yesterday had, had a day of remembrance called by the Democratic mayor of Akron for the life of Jalen Walker, who I, 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 there's not been much reporting on his history, but, but nonetheless, we know, do know he was fleeing and eluding a police officer, which is a felony. We do know from the video, he fired a weapon at the police, fortunately missed. And when he was finally stopped, attempted tasing took place. It didn't have any measurable effect. He exited his vehicle as it was, as it was running, jumped out the passenger side. And he had a ski mask on. And so in the minds of the police, they put out uh, over their police radios the shots fired at police. So they, the cops there thought that Jalen Walker was armed because he tried to kill a police officer. And there is various video that seems to indicate that Walker uh, did do what the police said he did. The police chief uh, watched the body cam Dozens and dozens of times, and Walker's actions at times may be hard to distinguish. But a still photo seems to show him going down to his waist area, and another appears to show him turning toward an officer, and a third picture captures a forward motion of his arm. It was dark. Ski mask. Shots fired. Tasing. No no impact. And then he reaches into his waist area, and then he turns toward the officer, and a forward motion of his arm begins. And at that point, at that point, uh, six officers simultaneously, black and white, fired their service weapon. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And killing him because of what they perceive to be a threat against their life. The media points out this is similar to Emmett Till, who was a horrible victim of racial violence in the South. This is not exactly the same thing. But when you compare Akron police to members of the Ku Klux Klan, I would think most people would say that's a problem. And secondly, you just heard 
Sanders discuss uh, what happened in Cincinnati with uh, Officer Johnny Harris. And you might recall that uh, I, uh, along with Dan Hills, talked about this two or three days ago. And I now have a note here that uh, the day after the appearance of Dan Hills with me, the mayor called the day, this is from uh, Dan Hills, the mayor called the day after you and I talked on the air about non-contact. Johnny did not answer when the mayor called, and he hasn't called back as of Friday. And so at least in response to public outcry, P.G. Puroval, our mayor, made an attempted uh, phone call to Officer Harris to see how he's doing. And there's such ill feelings between the police in Cincinnati and city council slash the mayor that Officer Harris did not return the call because he don't want to hear it. The fact is, the uh, city of Cincinnati is teetering with lots of violence, lots of small mob violence. There's lots of shootings, things of that character occurring. And when the police can do their job and target a specific area of the city and flood resources there, it's called the pivot, uh, that seems to work. But you can't be all places all the time in every circumstance. And so uh, there's a sense that Puravall needs to get over of making the rank and file feel as if I'm on your side. I want you to be aggressive. Do the things necessary to enforce the law in this city. And when some person walks around city of Cincinnati with a metal pipe in his hand and, uh, and threatens to kill a police officer by smacking him in the face with a metal pipe, that is serious. It's got to stop. It can't continue. And that's what happened here to, uh, to Officer Walker. And as a consequence, there's a sense by the by the city police that the, the mayor and city council doesn't have their back. Sholando Peoples, who is the guy who did this to Officer Harris, almost kill him, is now facing eight serious charges. And I hope to an extent you can keep him locked up because the bond situation with half the judges in Hamlin County is rather sloppy. That's another reason why we need judges like Patrick Dinkelocker to get elected to bring some common sense and also Judge Megan Shanahan brings some common sense to what's going to happen in common police court. So the mayor reached out after the call was made by, by yours truly and Dan Hills, and the call was not returned, which indicates where the police think they are relative to this mayor. He was wine-dined and pocket-lined in Washington and then finally called Officer Harris when he got back. If I'm the mayor, I go to... Uh, Lodge 69, I walk in there, I talk to the rank and file, uh, take, off your, your, t t take off your predilections and let's talk frankly about what's happening in this city. And much like John Cranley did to go to districts 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 over about a six-month period and speak to the shifts as the officers come on because they're about two to 300 cops down in the city of Cincinnati. And they need to be told that uh, I got your back, do what's right, be aggressive within the law, and when things happen, the city will be there backing you up. It, it is sad that a radio talk show host had to raise the issue a week into this thing to have the mayor get a hold of one of his own, Officer Harris, to, to talk with him. And uh, it is indicative of the problem that Harris did not return the telephone call. That shows you how bad things are in this town and the relation. And the mayor, who's a new mayor, he may be well-intended. It's time to speak to the rank and file. Also, go to the firefighters. Go there and speak to them. Go all over the city. Don't be wine-dined and pocket-lined 
in Washington, come to the city that you were elected to serve and meet with the employees of your city and talk specifically about what their problems are and how as the mayor you can solve those problems. All right, let's continue with more. If a line becomes available, 513-749-7000. Later on, we have, uh, we have on uh, several guests, including uh, coming up next from the Higher Press Network is Jack Windsor to kind of talk about uh, what's happening in Columbus relative to J.D. Vance and his campaign. Is he campaigning? What's happening now with uh, the governor and more? The line becomes available, 513-749-7000, plus Reds baseball kicks off at 6.05. The Reds are among the hottest teams in baseball, and they just beat, in Yankee Stadium, the best team in the game. Easily, I might add. Let's continue. Bill Cunningham, the Great American Live. At home of the Reds, kicking off tonight at 6.05 in St. Louis on News Radio 700 WLW. It could get nasty in the natty. God, it's out of right field. The Reds kick off the second half of their season with a series against the Cardinals. And a ton. Oh! It'll be an NL Central Slamorama. Oh, oh, my. Catch the call from GABP tomorrow at 540 on 700 WLW and 700 WLW's live stream on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, hey. Well, if you want a $500 gas car, now's the time to go to, of course, Joseph Chevrolet. Bill Cunningham for Reese Powers and his team at Joseph Chevrolet. As you may know, Marty Brenneman and myself drive Chevy Blazers from Joseph Chevrolet. We could not be happier. But here's the deal of the month of, month of July at Joseph Chevrolet. For the rest of this month, buy any new or used vehicle from Joseph Chevrolet. Mention Marty Brenneman's name or the great American Bill Cunningham's name. You're going to receive three things. Number one, free lifetime car washes. Number two, a free lifetime warranty. Number three, $500 gas card, a $500 gas card. Just for mentioning our names and getting a new or used vehicle at Joseph Chevrolet. See Reese and his team now and take advantage of this great deal. Find your roast today at Joseph Chevrolet on Coleraine and josephchevrolet.com. The premier event of the summer is here. Tickets for the Skyline Chili Crosstown Collaborative Fan Fest and Alumni Game presented by Ulta Fiber on July 16th are on sale now. While on our website, cash. That's cash. Enter it now. Hi, Billy Cunningham, the great American Reds baseball back at it uh, tonight in Cardinals. As I said to Paul O'Neill on Tuesday afternoon, the great number 21 that uh, I'm not sure the Yanks can hang with the Reds, that somehow Appalachian State will beat Michigan, and somehow Finley College goes into the horseshoe at some point and beat the Ohio State Buckeyes. And the Reds went into New York and should have won, should have swept them. Really, the Yanks were non-competitive with the Reds. Luis Castillo looks impregnable. So tonight in St. Louis for three, then the All-Star break. But Jack Windsor is editor-in-chief with TheOhioPressNetwork.com. Has lots of good postings about what's happening in Ohio, et cetera. And Jack Windsor, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And Jack, how are you? Willie, I'm super fantastic. It's an honor to be here with you and the 700 WLW listeners. Thanks for choosing me today. All right, now, Jack, you have a column about a Newsweek poll. And when I speak to the Republican faithful, they're concerned that J.D. Vance is not campaigning the way that typically someone would campaign. And this Newsweek poll, according to the headlines, is that uh, Tim Ryan, representative, is, quote, crushing J.D. Vance in the U.S. Senate race by a large margin. And you have a posting here that you say Newsweek released the results of a series of five surveys. 
And the article caused immediate backlash within hours. The headline changed, Tim Ryan leading J.D. Vance Ohio Senate poll. And uh, the, the article was then edited to provide more insight into the PAC and then into the PACs. The Lincoln Project was founded, et cetera, and they're the group that paid for the poll, et cetera. But is it your sense that uh, the liberal Democrat, Tim Ryan, the congressman, who, by the way, does not show up for work in Washington at all. He claims he can't go to Washington because of COVID, but he's campaigning like crazy. Is it realistic to think that uh, a Democrat, a liberal Democrat, who is criticizing Obama and supporting Donald Trump in his ads, somehow can beat J.D. Vance in this climate? Give me your perspective. Yes, I think there's three things to unpack there. The first is the polling piece and the, and, uh, the poll that came from Newsweek. Uh, I want to dive in on that and just say very quickly that, that Newsweek, like you said, they pulled it down, changed the headline, edited the story to really give some more insight into where the poll came from. The short story on that is that uh, there were two polls that came out, um, and one of them was sponsored by USA Today, and it was released in May. And, uh, you know, USA Today kind of has that, that left-center bias, if you will. But that was a Suffolk, Suffolk University forecast that had J.D. Uh, Vance in the lead by two. And then the left-center group were out there. Since that time, um, you know, Center Street PAC released a poll. Uh, and then there was another group called Impact Research. And then another one um, called Grow Progress. Well, when you dig into those polls, by the way, all three of those polls were favorable for Tim Ryan, uh, Impact Research, they're the proud pollsters for President Joe Biden, and uh, that poll was sponsored by Tim Ryan. So you kind of take that one, you know, with a grain of salt. And then you look at look at this Grow Progress survey that showed uh, Tim Ryan up by a few points, and you go, oh, well, wait a minute, that's sponsored by Innovation Ohio, um, and they're a partisan sponsor of the Democratic Party. And then when you look at this Newsweek article that came out that claims. Ryan is up by 12 points. You dig into that, and, and then you find the Center Street PAC, uh, which was organized with the Federal Election Commission with a, uh, some folks out of Florida and Ohio. And I'll just say this. The goal of that group backing that poll is, is to defeat what they would call crap bags, but they don't say crap, who denied election results and who are out spreading stolen election bull crap. Uh, when I talked to a pollster from the Trafalgar group, he said, look, here's the bottom line. Um, if you look at a group like the one that released this poll, he said no experienced political observer would take a poll from the Lincoln Project seriously. Oh. So it only makes sense to look at a poll from a group trying to emulate them with the same skepticism. This group isn't the Lincoln group, but boy, they have a lot in common with them. You know, Jack Windsor, away from the polling, I've been to two or three events for conservatives who tend to be Republicans some of the time. Mm -hmm. And they tell me that the state office holders that are now running say there's all these uh, forms put together, debates of one kind. And you had another experience with J.D. Vance early on when you sponsored some yeah. debates among the candidates. Describe to the American people what happened with J.D. Vance in those, in, those, uh, in those debates. Yeah, so the Ohio Press Network hosted a series of GOP U.S. Senate forums last year all around the state, uh, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, and then out in western Ohio. J.D. Vance, he showed up for two of those. And I will tell you that when he showed up, uh, he was fantastic. He's great, he's great with a microphone. Um, he's very sharp. But, you know, there was kind of this sense that, uh, you know, he's on with Tucker Carlson, but is he really getting out into the red meat parts of the state? Is he really getting out and talking to voters? And some people felt as if he wasn't. Right. But, you know, uh, his 
strategy then seemed to be he was waiting. He was waiting until, you know, when it counts, which people generally don't pay attention until it's, oh, it's almost time to vote. And so that's what he did. He got the Trump endorsement. He backed it with a ton of money, and he ended up winning the nomination. If I were to guess right now, uh, I would say that J.D. Vance is taking the same strategy. Look, when you listen to Tim Ryan's uh, ads, whether it's on the radio or you watch him on TV, he is essentially claiming to be a moderate who, you know, is anti-China, <laughs> you know, pro-America first. Yeah. He's voted with Joe Biden 100 percent of the time. He's spending a ton of money. I think the J.D. Vance strategy is let's give this guy enough rope to hang himself. People will figure out he's not who he says he is. And then I expect that uh, J.D. Vance will probably turn up the heat. I just got an email from his campaign showing that they raised about $2.1 million. I expect they'll start spending that uh, pretty quickly. But, you know, people aren't going to start paying attention, really, until probably, uh, you know, uh, October. And and I would expect he turns up the heat then. And I think I talked to some Democratic strategists who tell me the goal with uh, uh, Congressman Tim Ryan is to introduce himself to the people of Ohio for the very first time as being anti-Obama and pro-Trump. But in Washington, he votes with Nancy Pelosi 100 percent of the time. And he's getting money from NARAL and other uh, far-left abortion groups. And I want to remind the American people, he was on with my friend Martha McCallum about a month ago. And she asked the question, that was right after Roe versus Wade was decided. He, she asked him the question that, uh, let's assume for sake of argument, that the day before delivery of a baby 40 weeks that's healthy, the mother has one of those moments and says, you know what, we're not going to, I want to hurt my lover, my husband, my boyfriend by killing his baby. Or secondly, I just don't want to have this baby, I'm done. Would you bar that? And he said no, that it's a woman's right to kill her baby all the way through delivery because he knew he was getting money, shall we say, from NARAL and from Nancy Pelosi, and you got to tow the company line. And that is the position taken, I think, by less than 2% of the American people that yeah. don't think a baby should be killed, maybe in the birth canal. Uh, and But that's his position because it has to be his position. And I don't, I don't think Ohioans are going to be sold on the idea that someone that votes with Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time is a Trump moderate. Would you agree? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I would agree. Let's talk about his work in D.C. I don't know if anyone remembers January 2020, Tim Ryan tweeted, I just walked out of the State of the Union. I've had enough. It's like watching professional wrestling. It's all fake. 
So we're, we're expected to believe that he's pro-Trump. Uh, Trump was speaking in the State of the Union when he walked out. And then let's just, I mean, we don't have to go very far back, Willie. Uh, Tuesday of this week, he wrote a letter to the clerk of the House and said, look, I'm not going to be able to attend the House session uh, because of the dangers of this pandemic. So on Wednesday, he has someone, Don Beyer, a Democrat from Virginia, voting, uh, proxy voting for him. What is Tim Ryan doing? He's in Portage County. He's at Toledo Solar. He's posting pictures uh, with people, groups of people on his Twitter account. He can't vote in session, but he's out campaigning. Oh, by the way, what happened that day? Americans and Ohioans found out that prices went up 9.1%. So you have a guy who has a paid position as the representative for Ohio's 13th congressional district skipping work to get a better job in the Senate while his constituents are figuring out how they're going to put gas in their tank, how they're going to pay the grocery bill, and what the hell to do with the utility bill that just arrived. Well, you it, may be covering that, but I don't think the big newspapers or television is covering the fact that Congressman Tim Ryan is lying about why he's not in Washington, and he's not doing his job getting paid for it. I imagine he makes $175,000 a year as a congressman, but he'd rather be here, which is a good idea, but you can't you can't lie and say I'm not doing something because of COVID. Then you're around crowds of people on a regular basis. And I don't think the media in this in this town or in this state's going to cover that, are they? No, they're not. And they're not going to tell you that he uh you know has this these taxpayer funded offices that are closed. So Warren, uh Youngstown, Akron, these offices are closed and taxpayer money to the tune of about eighty thousand dollars is used to pay rent for these locations. Look the, the, I think Americans are going to figure that out. I think Ohioans are going to figure that out. Tim Ryan seems like a nice guy. He's a company guy. He's going to say what he needs to say and do what he needs to do to get elected. Um, but I think Americans and Ohioans are more awake today uh, because of what happened in 2020, 2021, and, and what's going on now. I just don't think they're going to they're going to buy it, even if mainstream news outlets don't cover it, because I think the consumption of news and information from mainstream, what we call legacy outlets, is down, and I think it's lower than it's ever been. And lastly, you and I have discussed in the past year about what's happening with Governor Mike DeWine. There was some debate whether he would get reelected, whatever it might be. I have a sense here on July 15th that he's in great shape for reelection and is running against an opponent who basically can't win. Nan Whaley is unelectable and that uh, DeWine can just cruise to a victory. What do you think? I think barring one outlier, and I can even tell you what that is, I think Mike DeWine wins by 15 to 20 points. Uh, Nan Whaley is going to push the abortion issue. The abortion issue is at the top of the list for about 5% of the voting population. It's the economy, stupid, right? Isn't that what they told us in the 90s? Um, And that is the problem that Mike DeWine has. The Ohio economy, in some respects, is struggling, but people will say it's the lesser of two evils. I'll never pull the lever for Nan Whaley. But... Mike DeWine has to be aware. There are a large number of Republicans who will never pull the lever for him. They don't care. Here's the challenge that Mike DeWine will have. We'll find out in just a few days if this independent candidate, Neil Peterson, is going to enter the race. Neil Peterson gets in the race and he pulls, I don't know, 15 to 20 percent of the vote. Mike DeWine is in deep, deep trouble, especially if some of the numbers that he pulled in the primary election were the result of Democrats who requested Republican primary ballots to get him elected because he was more palatable than, say, a Jim Renacci or a Joe Blystone. Uh, but I would I would expect DeWine to cruise in the general election. I think average Americans who have no idea who Nan Whaley is. I mean, the, she must have no name idea. I don't think she's going to get 
a $10 million inflow from outside of this state unless the polling changes significantly. Well, Jack Windsor, once again, theohiopressnetwork.com. You're the editor. And Jack Windsor, we'll see what happens. But once again, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Thank you very much. God bless you. We'll right, talk you. to you later. Jack Windsor, let's continue with more. And lastly, I posted on my Twitter account uh, last night. There was a Telemundo, which is a Spanish-speaking television network in America, that knocked on the door of the mother of the 10-year-old girl who uh, went to Indianapolis. And the mother said, everything you've heard uh, about this case is a lie. And so the reporter tried to get into it a little bit about what, what's a lie, what isn't a lie. And uh, the mother is claiming that everything you've heard about this case is a lie. And that's about it, that it appears that Fuentes has a special relationship with the mother, who, by the way, is also illegal, who came here seven years ago during the uh, O'Biden administration. And uh, at this point, uh, everything she says you think you know about this case is a lie. I don't know what the hell that means, but later today we'll continue to follow it. Plus, Reds baseball, as I said to Paul O'Neill on Tuesday, the Reds appear now to be unbeatable. Should have swept the Yanks. And beginning tonight, they're about to sweep the Cardinals and more. All at your home of the Reds, News Radio 700 WLW. Hey, neighbor, you're heading for the airport. Got a big vacation trip? We're going to Hershey, Pennsylvania. We want to see where all the chocolate's made. Just like Willy Wonka. Except there won't be any little orange people walking around. What? Then who makes the candy? But don't forget to take 700 WLW along. Of course not. That would be crazy. If you've got a phone, you've got us. We have phones. Listen to 700 WLW's live stream on the iHeartRadio app. The Great American here for USA Insulation. Temperatures are stifling hot, in fact, getting hotter. Fuel prices are a little bit lower, but let's face it, they're through the roof anyway. The stock market is up today, but generally the stock market is down. Inflation is rising and headed toward a serious recession. Folks, you have to save money somewhere. And one sure way is by having your home properly insulated by USA Insulation. When you have USA Insulation, insulate your entire home they're going to insulate your entire attic for free. If it's free, it's for me. Steve loves free. You heard me right here for free. Call now for a free entire attic insulation when the whole home is insulated by USA Insulation. 381 foam. That's 513-381-3626 or visit usainsulation.net. Men, if you suffer from erectile dysfunction or PE, you should experience the proactive Men's Medical Center difference. I'm Dr. Schwartz. To help you last longer. Now, from a Washington perspective, what is happening with Roe versus Wade and all that kind of stuff. And I would note these issues, as always, are covered from one perspective. For example, January 6th, dominating cable news completely. I, I like to know what happened. What did Trump know? When did he know it? Uh, who participated in this? Those who committed violence against cops should be held to account. The great majority of people there simply uh, had nothing to do. And it's, it's obvious, according to AOC, that uh, Capitol officers in many entrances to the Capitol invited the uh, protesters in. The, in fact, the, there's video of Capitol Police holding the door open, encouraging protesters to come in. Now, should you have gone in? I don't know. It was trespass at a minimum. But if you heard a cop did something in that character, vandalized property, you should be held to account. But the other issue of January the 6th is what did Nancy Pelosi know? When did she know it? The president authorized 
ten to 15,000 National Guardsmen full uh, b- battle fatigues to be in and around the Capitol, which would have caused the riot not to occur at all. Why did Nancy Pelosi reject the offer? And by the way, which person was and is in charge of security at the Capitol? Well, that'd be Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer to a lesser extent. So both were told ahead of time there were problems coming January the 6th, 2021. What did they do to stop it from happening? The answer is nothing. They gave the Capitol Police bicycle racks. Here's a bicycle rack. Good luck. So I like to know answers to those questions. I like to know why the media always takes the side of abortionists in killing unborn babies. They don't do stories on the damage abortion causes to mothers, not birthing people. There's no perspective, no layering of the topic. It's all one side. You either agree with abortion or you're in favor of violence. Either agree with the transsexual rights or you're in favor of violence against them. It'd be interesting if we had a legitimate media that covered these stories objectively in a way that gave us a lot more light than heat. But that's not going to happen. Let's continue with more. The line becomes available, 513-749-7000. Bill Cunningham, the great American, live. Chum of the Reds, News Radio 700, WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700, WLW, Cincinnati. Calling for a public apology with the 130 report. I'm Jack Crumley. Breaking now, Ohio's Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown visiting recently unionized Starbucks workers in downtown Cincinnati this morning. He weighed in on the recent controversy of some Republicans doubting the story of a 10-year-old Columbus girl who said that she was raped and went to Indiana to have an abortion. And then you've got Republican politicians that that assent, that, that made fun of that girl that, that simply said the story wasn't true. Then when we know the story is true, uh, they, they should look into a camera and they should apologize to that girl's family. They should apologize to people in this state uh, for being judgmental and being so nasty and they should fix state law. Both Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost and Congressman Jim Jordan made public statements doubting the truth of the story. A suspect was arrested this week, and Yost has since said that his heart breaks for the child and that justice should be served. Ohio law banning abortion after cardiac activity can be detected in a fetus does not have an exception for rape or incest cases. There is an exception if the life of the pregnant person is threatened, although some doctors have said the wording of the law is vague and an adolescent pregnancy may not allow for that on its own. Now, the latest traffic and weather together. From the UC Health Traffic Center, UC Health and Science Lives Hope. There's an accident westbound 275 at 75 Sharonville. It's got the left lane blocked. North 75 at an extra 15 minutes from Buttermilk to the Brent Spence. Also a slowdown at the Norwood Lateral. Southbound steady through Lachlan, then an extra 15 minutes from Harrison Avenue into the cut in the hill. Add 12 minutes westbound 74 from New Haven Road toward Brookville, Indiana. Rob Williams, News Radio 700. WLW. Now the latest forecast from the Train Heating and Cooling Weather Center on News Radio 700 WLW. Mostly clear to you, partly cloudy skies. We'll see a high of 87. There is a chance for some evening showers lasting into the overnight hours into early Saturday morning with a low of 68. Partly cloudy for your Saturday, high 87. Another chance for rain on Sunday. From your severe weather station, I'm 9 First Warning Forecaster Raven Richard, News Radio 700 WLW. Radar's all clear. It's 86 degrees right now. The new bridge that will be built alongside the Brent Spence is going to be smaller than the original design 
proposed a decade ago. Governors of Ohio and Kentucky say the new design significantly reduces the impact on surrounding neighborhoods. The new bridge will be 84 feet across with 12-foot shoulders on both sides. It'll be used for interstate traffic while the existing Brent Spence will be kept for local traffic between Covington and downtown Cincinnati. President Biden is greeting the Saudi crown prince with a fist bump. The White House said that it was an effort to reduce physical contact during his Middle East trip given the spread of a new COVID variant. However, the president has been seen shaking hands with other leaders on this trip. The U.S. government has linked the crown prince to the murder of Washington Post columnist Jamal Khashoggi in 2018. The president said this week he does not shy. He will not shy away from discussing Saudi Arabia's human rights record on the trip. Getting ready for a big show tonight. With the Reds on the road, 80s rockers take over Great American Ballpark tonight. Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, Motley Crue all to perform. Last night, the stadium tour stopped in Cleveland. How do you like the show? Oh, my gosh. Def Leppard just rocked the house, destroyed it. Great. What do you think about being back at a live concert at First uh, Energy? I love it. I mean, we should have been back a long time ago. <laughs> Stadium tour was supposed to happen in 2020, but was postponed by COVID. There are tickets available tonight in the upper deck, starting at 99 bucks. I'm Brian Combs, News Radio 700 WLW. On Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 636 points. The NASDAQ is up 176, and the S&P is up 68. All the major indices up at least 1.5% at this hour. I'm Jack Crumley. Our next update at 2 o'clock. Breaking news anytime. News Radio 700 WLW. Affordable, virtually impenetrable, and permanently installed. Greg with Cincinnati Glass Block here, and that's how we... Like a quick karate chop. If you miss it, <laughs> you miss it. What <laughs> One and two. I'll be right there now. You know what I'm saying? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Say, can you spell Xander Shoffley? X-A-N-D-E-R. X-A-N-D-E-R. Yeah, that's his first name, man. Xavier. X-A-N-D-E-R. That might be right, by the way. How about Shoffley? You got no shot at that. Right now, he's in a bush somewhere in St. Andrews. He's deep in a bush, and he's got to identify his ball in the bush. If you're going to identify your ball in the bush as your ball in that bush, you have a one-stroke penalty. You have three options. If you can't find the ball in the bush, go back to the tee, hit another one, and it's a lost ball. Two. So the, the rules, two. Oh. You're going to have a one-club-length drop from where the ball is in the bush. Two. You can take a direct line from the pin to the ball backwards. Go as far as you want. Three. Go back to the tee, hit another one. So Xander Shoffley has got a decision because his ball is in the bush. Well, there's there's more uh, RNA people around him than uh, the Secret Service with the with the President of the United States and Saudi Arabia. So he's making an argument he's of trying some to type. figure out what, what what's he trying to do. I mean, well, he's looking at it. he's trying to see if he can take a one club length drop and get out of the bush. Well, pretty soon it's going to be dark over there, so he's got to figure something out. There's Let's the go. ball. There's the ball right there. You got to pull your yeah. the stick out. Do you see the ball right there? Sick? I see the ball. 
Can you hit the ball from there? Uh, I don't think so. Only if you're a raccoon can you even get to the ball. Thank you. But he is saying if I mark it and then give myself relief, am I one club length out of the bush? If I'm one club length out of the bush, I can play the ball there. He's still in the bush if it's one club length. It's a mess. Being in a bush is not necessarily a bad thing. Willie, the uh, Stooge Report is a proud service of your local Tempstar. Heating and air conditioning dealers. Tempstar. Quality you can feel in Cincinnati called Schmidt. Heating and cooling at 513-531-6900. And after about 10 minutes of argument, he's still still saying, he's arguing, if I mark the ball and take a stance, I get one club length, can I drop it here outside of the bush and hit the ball? That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, Joey Votto. Well, he gave the Reds the lead late twice. Reds over those Yanks in 10 innings last night, 7-6. Might recall I said to Paul O'Neill on Tuesday, can the Yanks hang with the Reds? We now have the answer. Yep. No, two out of three, baby, in New York. And uh, the Reds are now tied for fourth as the Cubs are sinking like the Titanic. And the Reds are only three and a half out of third. So you were the one uh, that said yes. they were going to tank it. Yes. I said they're going right to the top. Just the opposite. Always good when we win. Always good when, when we win. It's always good when we win. Amen to that. And uh, Luis Castillo, Ooh. seven innings, two hits, a run, and eight strikeouts. I understand the Yankees were in the uh, visitors' um, uh, owner, uh, general manager's box last night pleading with uh, Nick Crawl please, not please. to leave town with Luis Castillo. We want him in Yankee stripes instead of Boston. Que si temprano temprano estaba yendo también, que si en algún momento tuviste dudas de ti. No, tú sabes que empezamos mal, pero yo comencé a trabajar, comencé a trabajar mi mente y enfocarme porque esto lo de uno. Can't say anything he wants. I think he's saying he wants to stay. Well, now what happens? I think the Yankees play the Red Sox in Yankee Stadium this weekend. If they trade for the Yankees, let's see. I'll I'll take. Give me a pitcher. No, I'll take Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo for we, Luis Castillo. Can we afford that? Why not? He just turned down two hundred and seventy-five million dollars. Maybe there's some. Maybe there's some extra money coming in to GABP soon. Talk to Alicia you, Reese about. Speaking that. of that, are you going down to the big concert tonight with Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Joan Jett, and all? Jay Ratliff offered me his two literal front row tickets. You know, you and I could go down there and probably sit in a radio booth. I said, thank you, no. Uh, the Reds road trip continues tonight, Willie, with the first of three up against those Cardinals. Hunter Green will face Andre Palante. Andre the Giant. 605 of Sports Talk, 705 RL Carriers Inside Pitch. Partner with a family owned LTL provider at RLC.com. Kelsey Chevrolet Extra Inning Show after the game. Would you rather fight Andre the Giant? Or the Terminator. Oof. It's a tough matchup there. We're not kidding. Uh, the Bengals. Woo! And safety Jesse Bates remain at a standstill in contract talks. So it looks like uh, they're not going to reach a long-term deal before uh, 4 o'clock today. Uh, with the uh, franchise tag, and that's going to be a mess. How much does Jesse Bates get? Well, he's, if About he 19 franchise, million. Ta- franchise tag, he's going to get uh, $12 million to play. I'd but play. who knows? Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Thank you. Uh, 30 women who have made or intended 
to made claims against the Houston Texans 30 regarding Deshaun Watson's alleged sexual misconduct have reached confidential settlements with the organization according nuts. to the women's Absolutely attorney nuts so the NFL football team the employer the Houston Texans has paid here, money here's some dough honey to the masseuses Correct. how many how many masseuses can you spell masseuses no, but I guess they did a good job because Deshaun Watson looks like he's satisfied. He was satisfied. He was satisfied. 30 women. 30. So uh, the Texans have uh, How many millions? Paid, paid off the, millions. 30, uh, the to millions. 30 women. Would you give Deshaun um, Watson a personal massage for some serious jack? No, it's not my type. Uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats get another big-time commitment, Willie. Are you a birthing yeah. person or are you a man? Uh, yes. I think I'm, I was both at one time, wasn't I? You were a birthing person. Malik Elzey, four-star wide receiver out of Chicago, is yes. the fourth four-star commitment to uh, Luke Fickle and the Cincinnati Bearcats 2023. Uh, um, what conference class. are they being in two years? Who knows? They might be in the SEC. They might be in the NFL. They have uh, no idea. And this was long overdue here. Jim Thorpe has been reinstated as the sole winner of the 1912 Olympics pentathlon and decathlon in Stockholm. He'll be happy. Yes. Nearly 110 years of being stripped. Stripped. Those gold medals for violations of strict amateurism rules at the time. Does he know about this? Does now. 1912. Yeah. Stockholm. I mean, what, what is that? Because of, Yeah. Somehow he was given some money because they had no money to play right. some track meet, and the officials found out about this great Indian... From America named Jim Just Thorpe. One of the greatest athletes Ever. of all time. Ever. At the British Open, Cameron Smith fires a 64. Six birdies and an eagle today. Pretty good. 13 under par. Cameron Young is 10 under. Bruce Roddy could not beat that. Dustin Johnson, Roy McElroy at 9. What about Tiger? But uh, McElroy is now on tw at 12, putting for eagle 55 feet away. Scotty Scheffler. Can you quiet down? He's putting. Just keep your voice down and go. Be like okay. Joe Biden. Be like Nick Faldo. Kind of keep your voice down. It's a nice the ball is goes up the hill. It's going right in the hole. Going, and uh, it goes left. But he's got a two-foot birdie putt. He should make it. Can you keep your voice down while they're putting? Let's go to 13. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is eight under par. Jason Kokrak through 12 is two under. Xavier. The projected cut is one plus one. Tiger. Phil Mickelson. What happened? Five over. Tiger Woods. Tiger. Nine over. Not good. What? Thank you. Not good. So he missed not it good. by many. Yeah. And El Tigre does and not he, look good. And he, they, uh, he uh, had a uh, tearful uh, uh, walk up the 18th hole, walked across the famous bridge, and uh, the place went crazy because that may be it for uh, Tiger at uh, the British Open because it doesn't come back to the St. Andrews until 2027. What? Correct. What? Yeah. Got five more. Well, I think in five years he'll be hanging and banging. Morning. I don't know. Well, he already did that, and look what happened to there, him. There's Shoffley. Shoffley. He's going to drop it in. If he makes this for par, that'll be the story of the year. Looks like he's going to miss. Ten feet short. What, what, what's well, up i like to know what kind of drop that he took. They, they went away from him. Well, I don't know. He was in the bush. Did he stay in the bush, or did he get out of the bush? I don't know. It's in the bush. I don't know if it's in the bush. Well, you better find out. I don't know. 
All right, is that it? When I say something, I mean it. Thank you. I don't know what to tell you. I know what to tell me. Okay. You better get on the bandwagon with the Reds. How many games are they out of first? They can't win the wild card because of the Padres and because of the Mets and Atlanta and because of the Dodgers. Well, and the you Giants. know what? They can make a darn good run of it. Well, how many games are they out of first place? That doesn't make it. I mean, they're tied. It's a tough for, time for the American people to see that. Fourth. They're three and a half out of third. Let's take it one at a time here. In other words, team by team. Because right now, the NL Central stinks. Right now. The, the Reds, the Cubs, uh, the Cardinals, the Brewers, here and the is. Pirates. I have it right here, Segman. How many are they out? Let me go up a little more. They're 34 and 55. They're only five and a half. I'm sorry, 15 and a half out. You cut that in a, a 15 week or and so? and a half. The, by mid-August, they'll be down by five and a half. If they sweep the Cardinals, which is probable this weekend, yeah. they'll be 12 games out. There you go. Get it's ready. sad. It's pathetic. And, and then, they're yeah. at the, then they're at the break. Then I think they come Milwaukee. home after the break. Well, I got the schedule right here. As you know. I don't know what to tell you. Shoffley's putting for a birdie. Or bogey, no, I mean. Bogey. He took a bogey. He took a penalty in the bush. Bingo. Got out of the bush. Well, he got out of the bush after a penalty. Well, that, now that, happen, that happens every so often, now, doesn't it? he got to put his ball in the cup. Keep your voice down while he's putting. Shoffley's over the putt. He's looking at the line. He strokes it. Right it's in. Dead center. Dead center. He made a bogey. So the bush cost him a stroke. Cost many. I guys. really uh, many. not cost. sure what you're talking about. Cost Tiger more than that, did it? Well, International House of Pancakes. Took him. Took him down. Mercy. But now he's back loud, proud, and sassy. You know, our Mark Shearer, sales sales account executives extraordinaire. Yes. Heading to Scotland as we speak. To pick up someone? He's going to play the old course at St. Andrews next week. Really? Carnute, what, what, there's, there's like five or six courses around there. Right. Him and his buddies are going to play them all. And I said, you're going to get the royal rump. The the RNA rump for not you know that him you not being invited. The only way I would make an effort to go play a golf course is if it's Augusta National. I you play, wouldn't want to play RNA. If I'm there, I would play. Looking okay. at this thing, it looks like the landscape of of the moon. You're not kidding. That's got more hills than the cut of the hill. Right. More bumps and we got a new bridge too. The new bridge. I know the new bridge is coming. You know what the name is? I'm working with Portman. Let me tell you, I, 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 I already, the great American. Bingo. So you're going to have the bridge named after you. John Barrett's uh, tower Building. is named after you. The bat, the baseball park is named after you. And the bridge. Jeez. I'm just saying. Must be nice. That's an honor. You know what? In Right in the middle of it, they had, in the new bridge, they had, to put a, they had to put a statue of you. Wouldn't that be something welcoming? Yeah. And you know what they also need? They need the Wolverines a and Kentucky. Yeah, they need a they need a roundabout too in case you get lost on the bridge. Put a roundabout right in the middle of the bridge. Now Roundabouts are big right now. Now there's a concept. They're big right now. But yeah, if you take the wrong bridge, you take out. the roundabout. Keep going. You're, you're back on. Suddenly you're you're in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Don't know. Or you're in Atlanta. Don't know. Don't know. The odds of the Reds winning the Central Division is about the same. As Appalachian State beating Michigan in the Big House, or uh, or Tiger Woods winning the British Open, that's not going to happen. He no. didn't make the cut. Well, you know what, Willie? If they make a good run at it, why not? Get a little get a little positiveness coming around. The Bengals training camps opening. When Bearcats football around the around the corner. I mean, come on. 
Which what this town league will they be in? I want to know. I don't know. Probably their own. Maybe they could join the GCL with Deer Park. There you, Wouldn't that be something? There you see go right there. Deer Park. Oh. In the GCL South. I'd love it. Yeah. I really would love it. <laughs> Segment, get me out of the Stooge Report. We have an editor of the Washington Times coming up Ooh. to talk about the Times. Willie, on this National Give Something Away Day. I give things away. I'll just give it away like George Strait. George Strait says, just give it away, Segman. Give it away. We leave you with the immortal words of the Stooge Report. It ought to be obvious to you I like my cheesesteak whiz with. Cheesecake whiz with. Segman, do you ever have a cheesesteak? Yeah, they're pretty good. You like them? Yep. All right, let's continue. Line becomes available, which it never does. 513-749-7000. Coming up after 3 o'clock today will be The Rock and I think Jason Williams. The Pride of Marshall? I'm not sure. Oh. oh. Dan Carroll. Dan Carroll says he's the heir apparent. Boy, there's a dynamic duo. Dan Carroll and Jason Williams. That's strong right there. Those are the heirs The Democrat apparent. and the Republican right there going at it head to head. Well, what if I stay three or four more years? What happens then to all the heir apparents? What happens? Maybe one of your stable of stars will come back. Yes. Yes. Andy <laughs> well, Furman. The future is here and the future is now. There you go. Garrett Sablehouse yeah, he, would be perfect. He's probably co-CEO of Coca-Cola right now. And Tom Weedman says he Please will. refer to me as the future from this point forward. The future of what? I don't know. He loves Coca-Cola. I know that. I guess so. He was a good man. You did not get along with him. You, you, you don't get along with anybody. No. I don't. So Luckily, we'll I get along with you. Just barely. I think. Not really. Segment, thank you. Yes, sir. Let's continue with more of The Great American. Bill Cunningham, News Radio, 700 WLW. Last anniversary, my husband gave me an ironing board. The gym canceled my membership because I made them look bad. The plastic surgeon told me he didn't know where to start. The career counselor suggested carnival work. Sometimes life can feel a little stressful, but you can always kick back with Eddie and Rocky. We like a good time, you like a good time. It's a match made in heaven. Eddie and Rocky, today at 3 on 700 WLW. Billy Cunningham, the great American for McKinley Mortgage. Mortgage consultants are standing by as I speak at 513-791-2700 or bestlowrates.com. McKinley is helping customers with credit scores as low as 580. These customers are doing a cash-out refinance and paying off all their debt and saving $700 to $2,000 per month. Take your credit card debt, take your car loans, take all your debt, wrap it into one refinance package, and save up to $2,000. McKinley Mortgage is helping customers like you. That's been turned down by local banks and SNLs. And when you call McKinley Mortgage, you speak to a real-life person, not a darn computer. They are local, in Blue Ash, been there for 20 years. They know everything about the refinancing market. They get you the best deal imaginable. And if you want to refinance and can't afford the upfront costs, McKinley Mortgage can help with that, too. Cash out, pay off your debt, do home improvements, get cash in your pocket, cash for college tuition and more. Rates are going one direction. That is up. Call now McKinley Mortgage. You can also refinance and cash out on rental properties. Get your monthly payments under control now as rates will rise throughout this year. Number to call is 791-2700 or bestlowrates.com. Bonus. That's bonus. Enter it now. Hi, 
Billy Cunningham, the great American. Of course, uh, we have a circumstance here where there's, there's one branch of government that's totally dysfunctional. According to the Constitution, the greatest document ever written by man, uh, number one, the legislature kind of makes the law, says what the law is. The U.S. Supreme Court kind of interprets the law. And the presidency, this case, Joe Biden, who's frail and elderly and confused, he is supposed to execute the laws, which means it's up to the president to take the law given to him either by the Congress or interpreted by the U.S. Supreme Court, and then he implements the law, and uh, he likes it, is in charge of that. We have just the opposite going on in which the president is undermining the law, refuses to accept a judgment of the U.S. Supreme Court, calling them everything under the book not good. Cheryl Chumley is an online editor for the Washington Times. She has a posting about this. And Cheryl Chumley, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. And kind of tell the American people as far as your viewpoint on what this president is doing to undermine the rule of law. It's great to be with you. Thanks yeah. for having me. And uh, basically, if you look at what this Joe Biden administration did in the days after Roe v. Wade was turned back to the states to decide, he unleashed the power of the Justice Department and Health and Human Services to so-called uh, ensure that women across America have uh, unfettered access to abortion on demand. And so that basically counters what the Supreme Court put out, which was to put it into, into the hands of the states and state lawmakers and citizens of those states to decide. So he's basically arming, uh, lock and loading his, his justice and HHS officials to counter what the Supreme Court already ruled. Can you give the American people two or three examples, specifically the DOJ and the HHS, what Biden has told them to do? to undermine the rule of law, which the media will never cover that as such. I, I can only imagine if Lester Holt or, or David Muir would actually do a do a piece on what the role of the president is and how he's undermining the rule of law, one of the institutions. What two or three concrete examples come to your mind? Well, the Justice Department actually just put out a couple of days ago a press release announcing a reproductive rights task force. And what it does is it takes Joe Biden's language and it formalizes it and it puts the Justice Department in charge of so-called working with uh, reproductive freedom advocates in the states to open the doors for abortion. And so this is all very soft language and it sounds oh so friendly and, and cooperative and it, it's just partnerships. But what it really does is it, it puts the states on notice and says that the Justice Department is watching you and the Justice Department isn't going to hesitate to step in and take action if you try to prevent women in your state having abortions. As far as uh, the pregnancy crisis centers, there's about a thousand of them in the country. And these are centers put together by right to life groups to counsel women who are questioning whether to have an abortion or not. They hook them up with adoption services. They provide all kinds of good stuff, uh, counseling. They show them the the sonograms, they provide clothing for the baby, they protect them. They're under assault constantly. In fact, there are left-wing advocates who say this should be shut down, like Senator Elizabeth Warren says these crisis uh, pregnancy centers should be shut down. Isn't that a violation of federal law by itself? Well, it, uh, absolutely. <laughs> it's just, it, it defies all logic what this White House is doing. And it's just a, a thumb or more to point a middle finger in the face of 
law and what the Supreme Court just ruled. Uh, the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, uh, one of the things he's going to do is sort of convene this group of private attorneys who are willing to work for free to argue in the various respective states uh, on behalf of women who want to have abortions but are prevented to uh, prevented from doing so by that state's law and so the white house under barack obama did this successfully with eric holder uh, convening attorneys to work for free to advocate for illegal immigrants who are crossing into this country and demanding entitlements and things like that. And so this is sort of the same thing taking place again, only for abortion this time. I'd like to go over a couple of the ideas that is being floated by the Biden administration. One is to use U.S. military bases in states that uh, restrict abortion to be used as abortion centers. That is, here in Ohio, we have a large military base around Dayton, Ohio, called uh, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, which is a huge facility. It's several hundred acres, and it's a wonderful facility. And he wants to transport uh, those who want abortion onto federal property where the state of Ohio has no sway whatsoever and conduct abortions there. Secondly, there's an effort by some to have a large ship uh, off the coast of Louisiana past state control into federal waters and transport women on barges or boats out to this uh, facility floating in the Gulf of Mexico to do abortions. And uh, I, I guess, to me, does that uh, comply? Does that undermine? Why would a president whose only job it is to faithfully execute the laws, make sure that they're followed, and then you have military bases all over the country in which the president claims they're going to be abortion centers. Once you get on federal military property, the state has no sway whatsoever. And the issue becomes, is that legal? Uh, you know, you're not a Supreme Court justice. I'm not going to ask Cheryl Chumbly, is that legal or not? But but I wonder, I wonder how the American people will respond to U.S. military bases in Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, Texas, and Florida. Florida has a large number of military bases. And nothing would keep... Uh, Floridians who desire an abortion to kill their unborn baby to go on to a U.S. military base in Florida to have it done. And uh, as I understand it, the states are powerless to do it. And, and I'm wondering from, from a PR perspective, from a constitutional duties perspective, does that comply with the executive branch of government? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I mean, it just looks like it's it's thumbing the Supreme Court. It, it basically sends the message to uh, we in this White House administration do not care what the Supreme Court has just ruled. We are not going to allow the duly elected legislative process to go forth because we're worried that some states might actually outlaw abortion or restrict abortion. So it, this is a warning that the Joe Biden administration took just, just days after the Supreme Court wrote v Wade warning it came out and it announced that it would do whatever it, it could in order to secure the right of women in america 
and that's right in in air quotes to have abortions. The other thing that's going that they're going to do too is HH Secretary Xavier Becerra, who is basically a Marxist in this administration. He's going to do whatever he can in his federal role to make sure that women everywhere have what's called the full range of reproductive health services, including abortion and the birth control pill and the day after pill and even free contraception uh, if possible. And this is yet again, Joe Biden just flexing his muscles and pushing forward, it should be noted, pushing forward an agenda that only in a recent poll, 5% of Americans see as a top issue. The Americans are focused on the economy, inflation, gas prices right now. They're not focused or they they don't care about having this, this leftist will for abortion pushed forward on them. Only 5% of voters in this recent poll said abortion was the top concern. So the idea of this administration pushing this for political wins defies logic. They're doing it to, to meet the agenda of a far left force that has taken over and corrupted the Democrat Party. You know, Cheryl Chumley, uh, online editor of the Washington Times. I wonder how many Americans sit, may I use the term kitchen table, sitting around the kitchen table and they're talking about uh, abortion, which Americans uh, care about it, but it's not at the top of the list. Uh, the media tells us to worry about January 6th. All I hear every day is January 6th, the one say, and people don't care about that. They talk about seizing certain kinds of weapons, AR-15s, mass shootings. People sitting at their kitchen table doesn't care about that. And In fact, the issues being discussed by the mainstream media, mainly January 6th, January 6th, that's all it is. The average American cares about the cost of chicken, the cost of hamburgers, the cost of gasoline. If you're a trucker or you drive a fancy car, you got a diesel. They care about that. And we're being pushed for electric vehicles that really hurt the environment more than gasoline-powered cars. I talked about that earlier. And the fact of the matter is that the Democratic Party and the media is completely encapsulated with what's happening on what happened on January 6th, and they couldn't care less about the issues that most Americans care about. And even though there's a small number of people every year that seek an abortion, mothers, women, uh, it's not a top of the top of the mind issue, but they want to ram this down our throats. And I've said before the Democratic Party, whether it's the border in which 150,000 Americans die every year because of the lack of control of the border, and on top of that, the rapes, the human trafficking, and on top of that, the murder, and on top of that, uh, what, about a week or two ago, you had 54 uh, illegal immigrants who, who were boiled to death in the back of a tractor-trailer rig. That was a two-hour story. Let's move on from that because it's bad. Whether it's the border, it's death. Whether it's the cities in this country, which is which are dying in death, or whether it's abortion, which is death. The modern Democrat Party is a culture of death that wants, either directly or indirectly, for a large number of people to die, whether it's the border in the major cities or abortion. And, and I'm looking at this thing, and I, in a sense, I'm a conservative libertarian who tend to vote a little bit Republican most of the time. Every now and then I'll vote for a common-sense Democrat. But I, I look at what's happening in this country, and, Gerald Chumley, are you concerned, as many Americans are, about the future of this great land with the market and the crapper, with gasoline on average is 478 a gallon we have a war going on that we can't win but we must participate in which we shouldn't we have a border crisis completely overwhelmed governor abbott said last week on one of those sunday morning talk shows about six million 
coming across the border every year, which is about half the population of the state of Ohio every year. We've got two and a half more years to go. He's over there with uh, the Saudi Arabian king, MBS, uh, wine-dined and pocket-lined, hoping and praying that they produce more oil when we do not. Uh, and Cheryl Chumley, there's a question in there somewhere. Can you answer it? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I am concerned about the future of America, but for more than the reasons that you just outlined, which I agree with completely. The, the Democrat Party is not doing anything that is good for America or helpful for the American citizens. And you have to you have to step back and think, well, are they that stupid? No, they aren't. So there has to be something else going on. And so what I see taking place in America right now is exactly what you see being pushed by the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the United Nations. This is the global bureaucrats' time. They think because Joe Biden is a weak president, uh, he's feckless, he's incompetent. And so this is the time for the globalists of the world to uh, ram through their policies and agenda into America because America has always been traditionally the wall that the globalists could not conquer because of our constitution, our individualism, our God-given rights. And we have many Americans who still stand by that same sort of pro-America, America first agenda, but we have the systems in place, the White House, uh, the Democrats in charge of states, all being steamrolled by this globalist agenda agenda because they believe in it and so to me that's the bigger threat it goes beyond just the next election and i think the only solution the only hope for america is for americans to turn back to god and insist on their god-given liberties or else we're going to trade off our individual freedoms for something that is much more collectivist and marxist and lastly, I'd say this, Cheryl Chumley. I watched the other day Senator Josh Hawley of the great state of Missouri uh, question a law professor from Berkeley. And I can you can imagine her political viewpoints. And she kept using the term birthing people and birthing people and birthing people. And, and said, Senator Hawley said to her, uh, ma'am, uh, uh, who has babies? Is it men or women? And she said, birthing people. They got into an argument about men having babies. And she equated that if you don't use the term birthing people, that's the same as violence against transsexuals. And that somehow, if you don't use the right language, that is violence. And that she gave statistics about how many uh, trans, trans, uh, transitional uh, human beings become, shall we say, suicidal. And they become homicidal. And if you don't agree with her, that means you're in favor of suicide for those who are confused uh, dysphoria relative to their gender. And this woman would not yield on the point that uh, men can have babies. And that she made the point that many women can have babies and many men can have babies. And I'm looking at this. I think it's 1984. George Orwell. We're changing the definition that if people can vote on an issue like abortion in the states, that's undemocratic. The disinformation board said we have to have disinformation crackdowns. That's about freedom of speech. And now I find out that women, they're going to change Mother's Day to Birthing Persons Day. And if I don't go along with it, I'm in favor of violence. Where in the hell is this taking us? Yeah, this is an evil agenda. There, there's no two ways about it. And that's how uh, we that see this as an evil agenda should describe it. Because... 
look, God is the one who created the family in America, just as in any society, the foundation of society, the culture, the government, the politics, the, the economy is family. And so if you tear down a family unit, then you are actively tearing down an entire society. And this is the left game plan with the entire LGBTQ movement and all the crazy lunatic fringe agendas that they're bringing forward. And now you have this lady who is a law professor at University of uh, Berkeley or California, Berkeley. And I saw that interview. I wrote about it. And this woman was crazy, but she was in, in, in soft-spoken, polite terms, she was insisting that men can have babies and that those who dare say differently are actually opening the doors to violence against transgender. So this is where we're at in America, and it's incumbent on us to see this crazy, to call it out as evil, because it is actively the left's way of tearing down America by tearing down family structure. Gerald Chumley and the Democrats on that committee were like bobbleheads. They were bouncing up and down. Yes, this is a smart woman. She was black, so she can't be criticized. Otherwise, you're a racist. So if you criticize her, you're a racist, and you encourage the death and murder of transgender if you don't agree with her. And it's incredible, and I can only imagine what it's like being a student in her law classes. That would be unusual. Well, Gerald Chumley, we got to go. Washington Times online editor, your stuff is wonderful. And once again, Cheryl, th thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. There's voices crying in the wilderness. We must fight like warrior poets, like William Wallace and Braveheart, for the survivability of this great country. And Cheryl, I'm very happy that you're there to do that. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your work as well. All right. God bless America. Let's continue with more. If a line becomes available, 513-749-7000. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bill Cunningham, The Great American, live every day on News Radio 700 WLW. Mike Allen summons you to appear tomorrow morning at 9 on 700 WLW. Segment. We have a special member of the Stooge Report with us. Your friend Dan Carroll looks a little shorter than Rocky Boyman. Shorter, and you have uh, less hair too. I might add, slightly older too. A little bit older, but uh, Rocky's at home with the kids, probably getting kicked in the shins. Probably wishes he was here Wait, about no, right now. No question about that. <laughs> no question. <laughs> a day with a, a day in that household. Ooh. So I asked Segment. He loves being with the kids. Got to so. have a reality show, The Boymans, for about ten minutes. Chaos After and that, Harrison. Three boys under the age of seven. Oh. Everyone's Two, crying, fighting, crying. Never a dull moment in that house. Never. So what Never. do you have? What do you have planned after three o'clock with your friend Jason Williams? Jason Williams will be here. You guys uh, are a bit liberal for my taste. We are. We are. You know, but uh, <laughs> it's hard to follow Bill Cunningham. The Great American. It is. But uh, we'll be talking. To, James Rapine is going to be here. He's normal talking about the Bengals, but I'm going to ask him about the Reds. Because the Reds, who's hotter than the Reds right now? Baltimore. But other than Baltimore. Well, Seattle. Baltimore. Seattle. Other than that, 
but the Reds are the hottest team in the National. They went into New York with the best team in baseball and brought them down. You take two out of three, and they should have taken three out Absolutely. of three. Absolutely. Yankees. Yankees were non-competitive. Oh, they would have swept them. That's it. Aaron Boone would have been out today. Uh, they would have traded half of them. Paul O'Neill. I asked yeah. him the, the classic question. Right. On Tuesday, Paul O'Neill. Many decades. You talk to Paul O'Neill every number, day. Number 21. I like us. <laughs> we play golf together. But I said on Tuesday, you're in baseball heaven. Coming out of the cornfield by the 1990 Reds and the 1998 Yankees. He said the best team I ever played on. 19. And I said, you have a choice of playing right field for the Reds or right field for the Yankees. Which cap do you put on? He said, NY. Wow. wow. Well, I'm just saying. What do you do? How many one, rings he got of them? Three? Four. Four? He's getting a statue in New he's York. Got he's got one for the thumb? He's got a monument. one in Cincinnati, is No. It? He's got a monument. He's going to Monument him. Park, right? From Babe Ruth. Right. He Lou sent Garrett, me a picture Joe with, with him and Neville, his wife. I was standing around the monument next to Babe Ruth. On the other side is Lou Gehrig. Yogi Berra. There's Mickey Mantle. Joe DiMaggio. Now I'm thinking, Paulie. <laughs> and Paul O'Neill. And then Thank a, you. a month from now, in August, they're going to retire his number from the from the Yankees. Monument Park. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And 21. 10, and 21. And 44. Reggie Jackson. That's right. It's a great story. I'm thinking, and he left here in 93, discarded by the Reds. Not wanted. We wanted Roberto Kelly. Where's your Roberto Kelly now? All the former Reds go to the Yankees. Well, look at Aaron Boone. He Aaron leads him. Boone. And I asked him the other bit. Are you ready for the other big question? Go ahead. Game seven. You're in right field with one of the teams, Reds or Yankees. Do you take on the mound Jose blaming on Rio or Roger Clemens? Steinbergs. He said, Steinbergs. No, who do you take? Oh. <laughs> Rio. Seg? Steinbergs. Who do you play? I asked them also. Jose Rio. You could take one manager to play for, Ooh. Joe Torre or Pot Roast Lou Pinella. Who do you take? Sweet Lou. He said Joe Torre. Wow. See, he's gone to the dark side. Wow. wow. Completely the dark side. Does he still live in Cincinnati? Yes. He's got homes. Holy, in, come on, Like man. a mile away. Wow. He lives about a mile. And then he also has a home in New York. He's got a home on Miami Beach. I'm sure. He has a home in Switzerland. Is that, all, is that where all his money's going? And what kind of money would he be make if he was playing now? What kind of money would oh, he make? All oh, of it. The oh. Google, when you Google, I Googled him. According to Google, he's worth $20 million. Mr. Google. Aren't you yeah, just below that or above it? They Google me. I Googled me $5 million, Zero. which is not what? true. Do what? <laughs> what? What are you I'm doing thinking, sitting here? I, I, don't, I don't know. But it's amazing. I but, remember when Trisha Mackey asked you that question. What did Ooh. I say? You said you weren't going to say how much you were. Bags of I don't cash. Know what you said you said there's always someone out there who who makes more, and always someone out there who makes less. It makes somebody bored, the other person jealous. There's my partner right there. He finally came in. The he's pl- like he's oh, like eighty fingers. This. He comes look at in. Look this. Here he comes. Surprise to Marshall. And he's running New York, York Yan- hat. New York Yankees hat. He's been here what all the, week. You traitor. He's been here all week. See, he's going to sit where you're sitting. I'm going to have to sit here where Rocky sits. I have an issue though here with this. I, I'm listening to the seg or the Stooge the seg report. <laughs> or the, the last segment, I'm like saying, but uh, so in seg goes, it's a Democrat versus Republican when Dan and Jason get together here. That's what think- you said. I did. And I'm thinking like, well, I guess compared to Dan, I am a Democrat. But uh, I think he's about <laughs> right, wasn't I? 
I think he's a bit liberal for me. I'm a little me. too liberal for Bill. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Now, all right, here and we Sarah go. Sarah Brown's a liar, by the way. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. So whoa, there wait you go. Now. Why, why say nice things about him? What the? That's the best thing that, you can say. That probably is. He's a Guardians fan. I, I love this. Have you watched the PG Flippenfeld video? I call him PG Purival. Have you? PG Purival. <laughs> I've noticed that. I, I can get the votes. I can get the votes. I can get the Just votes. give me the cash. I tell you what's going to be a baller. <laughs> Guys like cash. me, and I think many in this room, want to save black babies' lives, and we're racist. The Democrats, who want to kill as many black babies as possible, they're good to go. But if you're a conservative wanting to save black lives, then you're the racist. That that cut you played yesterday of the woman who was breaking down all the issues right now, right. she hit every single nail right on the head. Right. It's unbelievable. How What's the her name? I don't know. Who I don't was know it? either. Was it Cheryl Chumley? No, it wasn't. No, Cheryl Chumley's great. You had her on. on the, I was listening to her on the way in. Oh, yes. But you, but you played a sound bite. You played a oh, cut. Oh, that way I got YouTube. It was from YouTube. Wait a minute. That woman was fantastic. It's like, man, give me some sports. She was great. Hold on. Wait. Before we go to that. <laughs> See, he wants to get out of this topic. Yeah. Dave, you got three hours, big boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, down. listen to the truth. Do no, you we, have, can't, we can't talk politics on the Eddie and Rocky show. Though. You can't. Why not? No, we, 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 well, first not, for everything. Not that much. We're telling you, know, we got we got to do fun stuff. Afternoon drive. Talk about church festivals and stuff like that. It'd be great. We're going to talk about climate change and uh, a little climate change, which is the a ridiculousness lie. In fact, of if you buy change. an electric vehicle, you're hurting the climate more than buying a gasoline vehicle. Biden, you know, Biden fist pumping the uh, Saudi crown prince this morning, it. and the MBS is well, that's because his aide's gone on him for uh, for shaking hands, so he's back to fist pumps. Oh, okay. Did you see that story, segment? In what Texas, Bill. They're telling people with electric vehicles not to charge their cars because the wind isn't blowing enough for the wind. Bingo. There's, there's not enough windmill energy. And so you can't, In Texas. You can't charge your car. A lot of hot air there, though. <laughs> Sheriff, do you have the two-minute cut of my friend from YouTube? Do you have that? I get it yesterday. I think it was pretty good. I think, Jason, you're going to love this, too. I wanted to write down everything she said. You're not as liberal as people think. I never dreamed that I would have to face the prospect of there not living in the United States of America, at least not the one I've known all my life. I've never wished to live anywhere else. This is my home, and I was privileged to be born here. But today I woke up, and as I had my morning coffee, I realized that everything is about to change. No matter how I vote, no matter what, I say something evil has invaded our nation, and our lives are never going to be the same. I've been confused by the hostility of family and friends. I look at people I've known all my life, so hate-filled that they agree with opinions they would never express as their own. I think I may have, well, entered the twilight zone. We've become a nation that has lost its collective mind. You can't justify this insanity. If a guy pretends to be a woman, you're required to pretend with him. Somehow, it's un-American for the census to count how many Americans are in America. Bingo. Russians influencing our elections are bad, but illegals voting in our elections are good. Bingo. Bingo. It's cool for Joe Biden to blackmail the president of Ukraine, but it's an impeachable offense if Donald Trump inquires about it. Bingo. Bingo. 20 is too young to drink a beer, but 18 is old enough to vote. Bingo. People who have never Bingo. owned slaves should pay slavery reparations to people who have never been slaves. Bingo. People who have never been to college should pay the debts of college students who took out huge loans for their degrees. Immigrants Bingo. with tuberculosis and polio are welcome, but you better be able to prove your dog is vaccinated. Bingo. Irish doctors and German engineers who want to immigrate to the U.S. must go through a rigorous vetting process, but any illiterate gangbangers who jump the southern fence are welcome. Five billion dollars for security. Columbus. It's too expensive, but 1.5 trillion for free healthcare is not. 
If you cheat to get into college, you go to prison. But if you cheat to get into the country, you go to college for free. Bingo. Bingo. People who say there is no such thing as gender are demanding a female president. We see other countries going socialist and collapsing, but it seems like a great plan. Great to idea. Us. That's a great Some idea. Some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born, and other people are not held responsible for what they're doing Bingo. right now. Criminals are caught and released to hurt more people, but stopping them is bad because it's a violation of their rights. It's like on the streets and of pointing Cincinnati. out all this hypocrisy somehow Bingo. makes us racist. Nothing makes sense anymore. No values, no morals, and no civility. People are dying of a Chinese virus, but it's racist to refer to it as Chinese, even though it began in China. I call it the We're Wuhan virus. We're clearly living in an upside-down do world where right is wrong and wrong is right, where moral is immoral and immoral is moral, where good is evil and evil is good, where killing murderers is what? wrong, but killing unborn babies is a-okay. Wake up, America. The great unsinkable ship, Titanic America, has hit an iceberg, is taking on water, and is sinking fast. Speak up. Live that segment and give me give me some sports to make it quick. We got these guys staring at us right here. Well, the uh, Stooge Report is a proud service of your local Tempstar. Heating and air conditioning dealers. Tempstar. Tempstar. Quality you can feel in Cincinnati called Sheldon Braun. Braun Heating at 513-385-7765. Sports! sports. Uh, Reds and uh, Cardinals tonight. Well, he uh, 605 of Sports Talk. 705 with the RL Carriers Inside Pitch, partner with a family owned LTL provider at RLC.com. Kelsey Chevrolet extra show after, after the, the game. game. Thank you. Reds take two or three in New York last night, and the Bronx is going nuts. And the Reds have now tied for fourth as the Cubs are sinking fast. The Reds are only three and a half out of third place. And only 15 out of first place. Think about first, not they got, third. A, they got a few months left to go. Well, just take one step at a time, big boy. Well, when you start playing well in this team, they trade you. Well, that deadline's coming up, what, August 2nd? There goes the Reds' good players. Is Aaron Boone on the hot seat? Yes, when yes. you lose to the Reds. <laughs> yeah. you're only your fourth series of the year and one up to the Thank Reds. Thank you very much. He's yeah, probably going to be replaced by somebody. Where's your Paul O'Neill now? Jesse Bates the third, and the Bengals are not going to reach a deal by the four o'clock franchise deadline how much how much so will now he get? he's a candidate to miss training camp and more how much money will he get if he reports i don't know i, I think they, 13 they, they million. have to agree on you know millions and millions and bags of cash let me have that i'm gonna need that when i talk to james rapine talk okay. to jeff pastor about that uh let's see second round of the british open cameron smith is 13 under cameron young is 11 under rory mcelroy is nine under through 15 you, who was that, Victor Hovland? Yeah, He's Hovland. eagled, what, uh, Eagle. 16 or 17? Made a deuce from the rough. From the rough. Rough, rough, so, rough. And, uh... That's Shoffley. Can Shoffley, you spell Shoffley? No. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Jason Kokrak, minus 2 through 15. Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods are out. See ya. They're going home. Wouldn't want to be ya. Uh, Mickelson, plus 5. He can go back to the live tour. And then uh, Tiger Woods goes home to the ice bath. Finished nine over par. Stopping at the uh, Pancake uh, International House of Pancakes first. They got them over there in St. Andrews? I have a question for Jason Williams. Uh oh. The pride of Marshall. You no got to say that from now on. That's, a, that's part of his contract. I have here. a question. Go ahead. If you want to save black babies, is that racist? All I can say is that uh, this is the best uh, segment on American radio other than uh, the Clay and Buck show. I love that show. Uh, but the uh, the Stooge Report is... Uh, we should go national. I'm honored to be here. That's all I'm going to say. You see Willie up there, the puppets looking I've at I've seen that thing since I started filling in here three years ago. The right eye's moving. Have you seen that? That thing needs to go. 
Wait a minute. It made it, it made it over what? to the new studio somehow. Minute. Somehow it lives. It lives. Segment, give me creepy. some more sports, will you? No. Deshaun Watson, Willie. The uh, Houston Texans. Of the five numbers. Uh, today, today say that, uh, let's see, what, is, what do they say here? They got lots of money. 30 women who made or intended uh, claim, to make claims against the Texans related to Sean Watson's alleged sexual misconduct. Alleged? Has uh, reached confidential settlements mm. with the organization. That's it. So uh, they've put, put out the bags of cash. And that, and we're still. What, what is that uh, federal NDA is going? What about on that retired federal judge? When is she going to say what? What's Watson going to get? I mean, it's been you what, told two me weeks? a few days ago it was going to be this week. Well, she what, hasn't, what? I guess she hasn't decided. You know how the judges are. Did the Bengals? When did they report to summer camp? Uh, a week from next Wednesday. So you got ten days. They need to know what's going on. Don't be late. And whatever bags it has, the NFL is going to increase whatever she oh, says. Oh, oh. She can't say. She's going to say about about maybe six, seven games, the NFL's going to drop the hammer, It'll so be to speak. MC hammer time. Bingo. Can't touch this. Maybe a year. I kind of wish and the then gonna, And then they're saying they may, they may revisit it and review it next review year. It. Can't touch this. That's what they, well, somebody did. I don't know. Can I get a word in here? Oh, I'm sorry. I have a question. Pardon me. Yeah, the Stooge Report. Pardon me. Whatever happened, I think the best cut in on the Stooge Report was when Rick Menner said, screw Wisconsin. Whatever happened to that cut? Screw Wisconsin. I never remember no, that? don't remember that one. You don't remember that? I, no. I remember I he did an interview with whoever the sideline reporter was after the was game. Was that when before they beat, or after they beat Wisconsin? They beat, they beat Ron that, Dane at home. I they know. were like, Wisconsin was like number five. So I'm crazy. That, he said that after. Here, here he said, screw wait, wait. Wisconsin. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. That's crazy. crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> that cut may have been lost. Didn't make the trip over. Didn't make the trip over. Didn't make, I thought that didn't was make the cut. You don't remember that segment? No. Segman, Dan Carroll. Become more conservative, if you don't mind. Jason Williams. I agree with, with that. Say hi to all the folks at the Inquiry. I'm going to write that down, Bill. How's Doc in retirement? Is he doing okay? Anybody I, talk to him? No one's heard from him. I think he's doing fine. He'll be a hermit. He's probably in the mountains. Say, now say he's going to work at some golf course. Starting and an hour probably, He's probably at St. Andrews. Play for free. Sounds like a Democrat. Yep. Segman, get me out of the Stooge Report. Willie, in honor of uh, Dan Carroll and the pride of Marshall... Jason Williams coming up. Come on now. Until 6 o'clock and Bring then Lance. And if you want to say black babies, you're a racist. We leave you with the immortal words of the Stooge Report. Some umpires move a lot when they make a strike call. Jerry Lane kind of stays hunched over behind the catcher and just throws out his right arm very quickly. Right. Like yeah. a quick karate chop. Right. You miss it. You miss a day, you miss a lot. miss it. back. <laughs> The Reds are rolling. I'll be right that down. You know what I'm saying? Write that down. Segment, thank you. Yes, Dan sir. Carroll, thank you. Say it, Bill. Jason, thank you. Thank you, Willie. Keep an eye on the puppet. He's watching you right now. <laughs> That's right. That's creepy. I think his eyes are moving. Hey. Screw Wisconsin. <laughs> Screw Wisconsin. <laughs> Bill Cunningham, 700 WLW. The Cincinnati Tri-State Area, a unique and proud place to live. We're the home to the first professional fire department. When we think about a three-way, we're thinking about chili. And when we need to better understand local problems or just desire a good laugh, we listen to Scott Sloan. He also thinks about three-ways. I bet he's doing it right now. Join me, Scott Sloan, Monday morning at 9 on 700 WLW.
Billy Cunningham, the great American for Ride Cincinnati, a community of bicyclists, virtual riders, and volunteers, each making a commitment to defeat cancer. And Western and Southern, led by John Barrett, is again taking a leadership role in Ride Cincinnati, happening this year, September 16th and 17th. Everyone is invited to a weekend of cycling, entertainment, and volunteerism. And every dollar raised by the riders go directly toward cancer research and care. John Barrett says it is unacceptable that we remain the largest eligible city in America without a National Cancer Institute designated designated center, forcing many of our loved ones to travel elsewhere to have life-saving treatment. Register online at RideCincinnati.org. That's RideCincinnati.org. One of every two men and one of every three women at some point will be diagnosed with cancer. This is a crucial time in the fight against that terrible disease. And Western and Southern, led by John Barrett, remains involved in community events like Ride Cincinnati and the tennis tournament in about four weeks. That rally the support and raise the money necessary to improve cancer outcomes right here in our hometown. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.